the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. I've said it before hundreds of times. I'll say it again. The major difference between the left and the right, conservatives and liberals, is authority. Authority. That's the major difference between the two. Authority. I have proof. Hey, welcome to the 5 o'clock hour of Bob Bernie Live on a beautiful Monday afternoon. Man, we got the rain yesterday, didn't we? Wow. I mean, wow. Uh, But it's a beautiful day today. I welcome you. My telephone number continues to be 877-BOB-LIVE-877-262-5483. Let me get to the theological liberalism first. And then I'll get to the political liberalism. And again, it all comes down to authority. In the theological world, the authority is the Bible. All 66 books. The authority. The absolute truth of God. Inspired. Infallible. Inerrant word of God. Every single word inspired by God himself, using human instruments. But that does not reduce the authority or the infallibility of God's Word. Well, that's what a true conservative believes. And if you don't believe that, you ain't no conservative. Don't go telling anybody you're a theological conservative unless you believe in the absolute authority of God's book, the Bible. Uh, If you don't believe in the absolute authority of God's Word, then you are one shape, way, or another. You're a liberal. Sorry, but you are a liberal. Well, all of the mainline Protestant denominations now have drifted to the left, and all of them would be considered liberal primarily, not because of their church government. Different denominations, just different churches have different forms of government. Uh, Not by the mode of baptism. Yeah, different denominations, different churches have different modes of baptism. No, dependent upon your view of Scripture. There is not one single mainline Protestant denomination that any longer believes in the absolute authority of the Bible. And if you lose the authority of the Bible, then who really becomes the authority? Man does. And I've said this so many, many times, so please forgive me for being repetitious. 
but it has not changed since the beginning in the Garden of Eden. What was the attack of Satan on Eve? Yea, hath God said? Did God really say that? You can't believe and trust all that God says. He didn't really mean that. The serpent did not question the existence of God. The serpent did not say, God didn't say that. The serpent just said, you can't believe all of that. You can't trust that. You've got to you've got to lean on your own understanding because God is holding out on you. So it has not changed. The attack of Satan on Eve and the consequences of it exactly the same attack of Satan on the mainline Protestant denominations in America and around the world. It is the attack on the authority of Scripture. Did God really say that? Did God really mean that? You really can't believe it. You really can't trust it. you got to make things out for yourself. Here's the story that prompted this. Headline, Episcopal Church endorses trans surgeries for minors. Now, I know how liberal the Episcopal Church is, but I didn't think they had gone this far. In their 80th General Convention last month in Baltimore, Newsweek reported, of all sources, Newsweek reported that the Episcopal Church is backing the ability of people any age, and that's a quote, to seek gender affirming care. The resolution does not define care, making it appear to support gender reassignment surgery for anyone, including minors. But it does call for the church, and now I'm quoting, this resolution passed by the 80th General Convention of the Episcopal Church in Baltimore. It calls for the church and again I'm quoting, to advocate for access to gender-affirming care in all forms, social, medical, or any other, and at all ages, at all ages, as part of our baptismal call to respect the dignity of every human being. Advocate for gender-affirming care. Now, that's the buzzword. That's double talk for, if necessary, surgery, hormone treatment. In all forms, this is their wording, not mine. Gender-affirming care in all forms. Social, medical, or any other. And at all Ages, their words, not mine, as part of our baptismal call to respect the dignity of every human being. 
It was among 412 resolutions. It was resolution D-066. It was supported by the advocacy group Trans-Episcopal, and it passed overwhelmingly with the support of most bishops of the Episcopal Church. It is supporting even surgery for all ages as part of gender-affirming care. God created them male and female, Scripture says. Can I repeat that? God created them male and female. The Episcopal Church is officially saying, well, we know that God said that, but we really can't pay a whole lot of attention to God. We have to listen to a four-year-old boy who thinks he's a girl. We have to listen to a five-year-old girl who really thinks she's a boy. And we must give them gender-affirming care, which could include puberty blockers or even surgery. In other words, physical bodily mutilation. Now, let's be very clear. Sexual reassignment surgery is bodily mutilation. You are mutilating the body that God gave a man, a woman, a boy, or a girl in order to appease feelings and emotions. This is the Episcopal church. Oh, they also passed a resolution affirming, quote, unrestricted access to abortion services and birth control. Unrestricted access to abortion. And that's what happens when you reject the authority of God's word. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. All right, now what is the ultimate purpose in destroying authority? So you don't have to listen to the authorities, so you can do whatever you want to do. It is to make you king. God, ruler, monarch, potentate. That is the ultimate purpose in destroying authority. In the theological world, you destroy the authority of the Bible so you don't have to listen to God. All of that stuff about morality and right and wrong and those Ten Commandments and, my goodness, the thing about men and women and marriage and adultery and fornication. and If if you can destroy the authority of Scripture, you don't have to listen to God. You can do whatever you want to do, and you can even be religious, and you can talk about Jesus, and you can talk about God. And when you want 
to listen to God, you can. And you can talk about God. You just don't have to obey him. You know, that's so old-fashioned, obeying God. Again, it goes back to, remember, Judges, the Old Testament. There was no king in Israel, and everyone did that which was right in their own eyes. Yeah. Well, that's what the mainline Protestant denominations are doing, whatever they want to do. We don't want to seem unkind. We don't want to seem unloving. So we love and accept everybody, no matter what their sin, blah, 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 blah. Okay. The same is true in the political world. When you want to do whatever you want to do, you can't be bound by that old 250-year-old document called the Constitution. How can you do what you want to do if you got the Constitution hanging over your head? And so in order to be a true liberal politically, you have to at least doubt or even destroy the authority of the Constitution. How do you do that? Well, there are many ways. It was written by a bunch of old white European slave owners. How could they know what we're experiencing? How could they know about culture in 2022? Or you can say, it's just out of touch for today. Today's society, today's world. Or you could say, that's just a leftover from European feudalism. You come up with a hundred different excuses. But it's an attempt to do whatever you want to do when you want to do it. Well, here is the New York Times, a guest editorial, dated August 19th. This is brand new. This is the New York Times. Times. It is an essay written by Dr. Dorfler and Dr. Moyne, who teach law at Harvard and Yale. Oh, yeah, Harvard and Yale. Listen to the headline. This is a guest editorial featured in the New York Times, August 19th, just a few days ago. The title or the headline is... The Constitution is broken and should not be reclaimed. It is a complete hit piece on the U.S. Constitution saying, we can't reclaim it. We can't amend it. We just need to get rid of it. New York Times. Now, what is the founding document of our country? The Constitution. Let's get rid of it. Uh, Let me skip a couple of paragraphs, and these uh, authors say, Constitutions, especially the broken one we have now, inevitably orient us to the past and misdirect the present into a dispute over what people agreed on once upon a time— not on what the present and future demand for and from those who live now. This aids the right, which insists on sticking with what it claims to be the original meaning of the past. 
arming for war over the Constitution concedes in advance that the left must translate its politics into something consistent with the past. But liberals have been attempting to reclaim the Constitution for 50 years with agonizingly little to show for it. It is time for them to radically alter the basic rules of the game. Let me skip a couple of paragraphs. One reason for these woeful outcomes is that our current Constitution is inadequate, which is why it serves reactionaries so well. Starting with a text that is famously undemocratic, progressives are forced to navigate hardwired features like the Electoral College and the Senate, designed as impediments to redistributive change while drawing on much vaguer and more malleable resources like commitments to due process and equal protection. Resources that a conservative Supreme Court has used over the years to invalidate things like abortion rights, child labor laws, and might use in the coming term to prohibit affirmative action. And it gets worse after that. They basically say it's worthless. It's out of date. We don't need it anymore. We need to dump it. We need to start all over. We can't amend it. We can't reclaim it. It's undemocratic. It was written by a bunch of white European guys who were completely out of touch with reality. This is the New York Times featuring an editorial advocating the complete destruction of the Constitution of the United States. What would we have if the Constitution was abolished? Complete, absolute chaos and anarchy. Which is exactly what the far left wants. The farther left you go, the more you attack authority, theologically and politically. And the New York Times has become a willing instrument of the radical, radical, radical far left that literally hates what America has been and what America is. This is what we're up against, folks, politically and theologically. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn. 
With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.